Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hello and welcome to the Leveling Up podcast with me, George Swift. The Leveling Up podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation and to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget to subscribe and never miss an episode. Welcome to today's episode. We're going to do something slightly different this week. We are doing a three-part series. Today, Monday, Wednesday, and on Friday, we're going to be following a theme. However, we're looking at different aspects. We're looking at opposing arguments. We're looking at what could be perceived as opposites. Today, we're going to be looking at competition and the importance of competition in business. On Wednesday, we're going to be looking at collaboration and how collaboration is essential in business. For me, you need to have strategies. You need to have a mindset and an attitude for both of these things in business if you want to succeed. However, many people can sometimes see these things as indirect contradiction to each other. Today's episode, it's all about competition, but don't forget to tune in on Wednesday where we'll be talking about collaboration. Now, I know competition is something that often gets frowned upon in this modern day and age. I remember my school years where we did away with the trophy cabinet We started to do away with the concept of winners and losers and all these sorts of things. And of course, as you well know, in business and in life, there are always going to be some winners and there's always going to be some losers. If someone's winning, someone typically has to be losing. Equally, of course, if someone is losing, someone typically is winning somewhere. The name of the game of life, the name of the game in business is to win as much as possible and to try and at least win as much as you lose. And as every success story will tell you, you are gonna have to lose. In fact, it was Michael Jordan, I think, who famously said that he missed way more baskets than he ever got or something like that. I'm sure I'm paraphrasing. And we all know about you know, the famous authors like J.K. Rowling, who got rejected 50, 60, 70, 100 times, whatever it might be. We all know the stories of, you know, movie stars that had to go out there and almost humiliate themselves to get roles in the beginning, you know, just take anything, crappy adverts, crappy roles. Sylvester Stallone famously took on a second rate, B rate, soft core porn film. And, you know, Kind of, I'm not suggesting that's what you have to do, but you understand what I'm saying here. As my partner Tracy would say, you have to kiss a few frogs before you find your prince charming or your princess charming. And of course, in business, you know, we have to start at the bottom, we have to work our way up. And the one thing that's going to continue on our journey with us is we are going to fail and we are going to lose. And we are, whether you like it or not, in competition. Now, the question is, who are we in competition with? Well, if you go into a sales meeting, if you go back to a podcast I recently did, I was saying, you know, typically you are in competition with your competitors, okay, with people that provide similar services or products than you. You're also potentially in competition with the client or the prospect doing it themselves, or of course, not doing it at all. If you're in 
a local community in your community business and your pub and there's another pub at the end of the street. Whether you like it or not, you are in competition. And when I'm talking about competition, I'm talking about the natural state of competition that exists in nature. It's our evolutionary past. It's what every animal on this planet, every plant on this planet, every fish, every bird, every amoeba, every bacteria, every germ, everything is in a natural state of competition. In other words, something is winning and something is potentially losing. In the animal kingdom, typically something is eating and something is being eaten or something isn't eating and something is living and surviving and thriving and escaping or something is eating and something else isn't eating because that other something was eating. In bacteria and amoeba, something is thriving and something isn't thriving at the expense of that other amoeba thriving. Does this make sense? We are the same. It's an inherent part of who we are as human beings, as an animal species. And a lot of our fight, a lot of our competitive nature has been drummed out of us, either because we failed and we lost and we didn't learn how to lose and we didn't learn how to fail. And therefore it hurt and it stung, which it always will, by the way, but we didn't learn how to bounce back. We didn't learn how to come back from that loss, come back from that defeat, come back from that failure. And then we didn't learn how to come back and fight our way back into the game. And therefore, competition equals our failure, which equals our pain. Why would anyone go back into that competition? When I talk about anything in terms of competition, I can't help but go back to my uh, kickboxing days where I was a fighter myself, but also I coached and mentored other fighters And one of the lessons I said they had to learn early on is you have to learn how to lose. You have to learn how to fail. You have to learn how to pick yourself back up, sometimes literally from the canvas, and fight on. And if you're not able to fight on in that match, then to go out, lick your wounds, regroup, mentally condition yourself to come back even stronger. The other thing I always say is you have to win because if you don't win, what's the point? It just hurts, right? So you have to learn to win as well. And entrepreneurs, I find often they may lose a lot in terms of they wake up every morning and they beat themselves up and they berate themselves and they look at their failings and their flaws, but they don't allow themselves to win. When something goes well, they write that off. They don't indulge themselves in it. They don't reward themselves for it. And therefore, they never really learn how to win either. And if you're not winning, then you're only losing. And then you're only in pain and discomfort. And then it's only a matter of time until your brain kind of says, what is the fucking point? And then you start to give up. Does this make sense? You start to compromise on what you want out of life. You start to compromise how you approach life and you start to get compromises back or even worse, you get more failure and you get more average-dom coming back at you and it just keeps on going like that. And what happens is your self-esteem can start to drop, your expectations start to drop and eventually you might just say, you know what, that'll do. And in that moment, all that vision you had, all those dreams you had, all that possibility and potential that you have within you has all gone to waste. So I want to stir up that fight. I want to stir up the competitive nature and it is in you, even if it was drummed out of you by a school, a well-meaning school that took the trophies out of the cabinets and everyone was a competitor, but nobody won and nobody lost, or whether you 
just have lost in life, but no one showed you, no one guided you on how to lose well, how to come back from those losses. Regardless of that, there is a fight in you. There is a competitive streak in you, a competitive nature in you. And it is one to be used, utilized. It's one for you to absolutely tap into. It doesn't have to be ugly. It doesn't have to be vile. It doesn't have to be that you're out there trying to you know, destroy other people or take things off other people. It's just tapping into that competitive nature in you that says, I am going to win. I'm going to come out on top. I'm going to get the outcome. I'm going to achieve the goal. I'm the one that's going to come out and I am going to succeed. It's that competitive nature. And whether you like it or not, you are in competition. If you go into a sale, you're in competition with your competitors. You're in competition with the client's expectations of pricing and expectations of what you're going to deliver. You want to come out on top. You want life to be on your agenda. You want the sale to be on your agenda. You don't want to be beaten down on price. You want to work the client up on price. That's a competition. Does this make sense? You're not going to go in there necessarily and try and just pin them to a wall and overpower them and overwhelm them. Every human being has a competitive nature, but it can show itself in very different ways. It can come across in very destructive ways, in ugly ways, right? In ways that you absolutely wouldn't want to be, right? Which is, I want to destroy everybody, beat everyone and all this sort of stuff. But it can also come across as very humble and powerful and just strong and it can be resolute and it can be quiet. It doesn't have to be out there being shouted. It's that inner strength, that inner fortitude that says, I will keep moving forward. I will win. I will get the outcome. I will achieve this. And if anyone gets in my way, I will go through them. I'm not going to hurt them. I'm going to destroy them. I'm not out there trying to destroy my competition. I'm out there to be on top of my competition. I'm not trying to take business away from anybody. I'm just out there to win business for myself. Just like when you see a coyote, you know, going out and killing an antelope to feed her children, you don't look at that and think, oh my God, how vile and disgusting, how revolting it is, right? What you're looking at is you're looking at survival. You're looking at species thriving. And actually, here's the thing, and we get this with nature, but we don't necessarily understand it in life and in business. That nature is stronger because of competition. So in other words, it's good for the gazelles that the weaker, slower, older gazelles get picked off the pack. Because then survival of the fittest determines that the gazelle species will increasingly get stronger. It's also really important for the coyote that the coyote catches and kills, not only to feed themselves and to feed their young, but for their own species to thrive. Because what it means is the coyotes that aren't able to hunt and kill don't get to live and they don't get to breed, which means that they don't get to pass on their genes, which means that the gene pool for the coyotes also gets stronger. So we understand in evolution that competition is actually beneficial for the winner and also the loser. Maybe not the loser directly. I'm sure the gazelle itself isn't thinking, well, good for me. I'm glad I've taken one for the team. And I'm sure the coyote that doesn't get to eat and starves and her children perish, I'm sure she's not thinking brilliant. I've taken that one for the coyote team. Of course not. But overall, Everything is better because there are winners and losers. And in business, it's the same. If there was no competition 
in your marketplace. Can you imagine how shit the service would be? And in fact, when you look at industry sectors where there are monopolies or certainly things that could be conceived as monopolies, in other words, there's not much, much competition, you can see so often that actually the products don't really innovate that well. The customer services isn't that great. They get away with murder. I'll tell you where you see this really, really powerfully. You see this when you deal with government organizations. There's no competition. So when you go and deal with the DVLA, for example, if there was a, con uh, a competitive DVLA somewhere, Right, a private organization, and the DVLA run the way that they are running the DVLA, you would almost certainly switch providers. If you look at how local councils are run, if you look often at how uh, hospitals are run and stuff like that, if there was real genuine competition, it would improve. Now, I don't want to open up a whole can of worms. I shouldn't have mentioned the NHS there because it's a very emotional subject there. And I know there's lots of arguments for and against competition in the healthcare service. And there's probably examples where it doesn't work and everything else. But you understand the principle. The principle is if no one's really held accountable. Now, you might be held accountable by an ombudsman. You might be held accountable by a governing body. But I tell you now, where you get held accountable the most is by your competition. If your service is second rate and your competition's is good, they will put you out of business. That is the greatest accountability there possibly could be. The truth matter is when you get a monopoly or something like a monopoly, when there isn't competition or when someone owns an entire market sector and no one else is in there and you don't get that competition, what you end up with more often than not is a lack of innovation, a lack of quality, a lack of service. So actually, whether you like it or not, competition is awesome for your industry sector. It's awesome that for me in the game that I do, that there are competitors out there. There are people directly competing with the business that I do. And then there are many other businesses that are competing for the funds that I also compete for. And that's a good thing for me and my industry sector. It's good for me because it pushes me, it spurs me on, it makes me not sit on my laurels, it makes me innovate, it makes me implement, it makes me wake up earlier, go to bed a little bit later, work a little bit harder, do a better job for my customers and my clients. I'm constantly looking at how we can improve what we're doing. How can we set ourselves and set our bar so far above our competition that we no longer have that competition. Does this make sense? It's that pressure to do better. And if we start to not do so well, if we start to drop the ball a little bit, there'll be someone so close on my heels that will, that will punish us in inverted commas so quickly by taking our clients or winning the business that we would have won it forces us to get back in the game. It forces us to up our game. It forces us to not sit on our laurels. This is a good thing overall. Now, don't get me wrong. There are days when I wish I had the whole market to myself. I had access to all the funds just for myself. I wish that was true some days. Of course it is, because that would be much easier. However, if I'm looking at it just like the animal kingdom, I can look at it and say, but I, I get it. I am stronger because of my competitors. I'm stronger because I can lose. Does this make sense? I, I get more rewarded because I'm able to win. So when I win, I feel awesome. I feel great. It spurs me on. When I lose, I have to fight and I have to fight forward and I have to get back in the game. It spurs me on. Now, here's the thing. I'm telling you now, you will lose at least as much probably 
as you win. Just like Michael Jordan, right? You will win probably far fewer times than you actually lose. The name of the game is to try and get to a point where you're at least winning the same or winning as much. But here's the thing. You only have to win a certain amount for all the losses to be worth it. You can lose six times in a row, but you get a big win. And as long as you in, in, indulge yourself in that win, embrace that win, and you celebrate that win and allow that win to really resonate with you and hit home and enjoy that win. And you know what I'm saying? Like the, the football match where they go and they hold the trophy, they celebrate together and they go out and party like crazy for a day or two. When you indulge yourself like that, you'd be amazed how quickly all the pain, all the suffering, all of the sacrifice and all the losses that have gone before it suddenly don't matter anymore. So you don't have to win all the time. You just have to win enough. And competition means you get to win. It stops things being boring. It stops things getting, you know, just like a treadmill. I'm just doing this and getting average results or I'm doing this and getting okay results. This makes sense. Even doing this every day and getting good results can get boring. We love a little bit of adventure, a little bit of drama in our lives. We thrive on it. We don't want tons of it, but we thrive on some of it and competition gives it to us. So here's the thing. I want to stir up that competitive nature in you. I don't want to unleash a maniac on the world or, you know, turn you into a monster. It's not about going out there and, and destroying anybody else or putting anyone else down. That's not what I'm doing. When I think about my competition, either collectively or specifically, all I'm thinking is really simple. How do I win? Not how do I beat them or how do I knock them down or how do I get their clients or their money? That's not what I'm thinking about. I think that's quite a negative intent behind that. What I'm thinking is really simple. How do I win? How do I get ahead? How do I? Make sense? When I used to do fighting, I wasn't thinking, how do I hurt this bloke? How do I knock him out? How do I, how do I punish him? I wasn't thinking that in my head. All I'm thinking is, how do I win? How do I get the trophy? How do I move up the ranks? Does this make sense? It's about your focus, which determines your intent. And if my intent was to go out there in the ring and hurt people and break people and destroy people, for me, that would be a negative experience for me and not one that I'd have enjoyed. However, to go in the ring and to better myself, improve myself, improve my standing, improve my performance, to level up, to win, to get the trophy, whatever it might be, for me, that is incredibly powerful. It's why we're in there. It's why we take the knocks. It's why we have to go through those tough times, those hard times, while we make those sacrifices. Competition is good. It's good for you. It's good for your competition. It's good for your marketplace because it forces everything to keep leveling up. And it's good for the customer because the competition means that they are continually getting the best prices, the best products, the best service, the best quality. Does this make sense? It's good for everybody. It's good for the winner. It's good for the loser. And you have to understand that when you win, it's good for you. And when you lose, it's still good for you, which means that when you win and somebody else loses because of your win, it has to be good for them as well, even though they wouldn't choose to lose any more than you would choose to lose. So get into the competitive instinct that is in there. If you've lost that competitive nature or it was drummed out of you, then re-tap into it. It is definitely in there. And I hope I've done at least a half decent job 
of stirring that fight up within you, that competitive nature within you. If you are naturally competitive, then maybe what I've shown you is number one, why that's a good thing, but also maybe I've shown you a way to be competitive. So if you're competitive in terms of destroying the competition, you're focused on the competition. You're not focused on your own fight. You're not focused on your own game. You're not focused on your own race. Does this make sense? If you're a Formula 1 driver, you have to race your own race. You're racing the track. You're racing the times. You're racing your own personal performance. Yes, you are competing against everybody else on that track. But the moment you get caught up into everybody else's race, the chances are you're going to lose. That's the balance. It's about you winning, you performing, you getting out in front, you getting on top of that podium. Okay, nice one, guys. I hope I've stirred your fight up for the rest of the week. If you're watching this, or I should say listening to this live as it goes out on the Monday, you have a week ahead of you. Go out there and be competitive. Go out there and win. And if you lose, understand that's not such a bad thing after all. I will see you on Wednesday when we will be talking about collaboration. And collaboration may seem contradictory on the surface to competition. You're going to have to wait and see what my take is on that. If you are a small business owner and you've yet to hit your first 100k in turnover, don't forget I've got the six-figure fast track waiting for you. It's a webinar, it's a masterclass, completely free of charge, specifically designed with the five-figure service-based business in mind. In other words, you might be doing 20, 30, 40, 50,000 in revenue and you want to hit 100 grand in the next 12 months or less. There is a masterclass waiting for you right now. You'll find that at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk forward slash fast track. I'll drop the link in the descriptions so you can go straight to it. Get yourself onto the six figure fast track and take yourself to 100k or more in the next 12 months or less. I'll see you on Wednesday. And until then, as always, be successful. growth through raising your game when what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary you know you've leveled up